You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. WTUZ Radio Podcast. I am your host, Rhonda, and today's topic, what we will discuss, I know um, on the last show, of Truth Uncompromised, I said that I was preparing a show on the matriarch. The last sh- uh, show that we did regarding the um, extinction of the Y chromosome, I always had in mind to do a show on the matriarch. And that's what this show is about. Now, just like I did for the extinction of the Y chromosome, I will also put a disclaimer for this episode, The Lost Matriarch. Now, if you are sensitive as it it is regards to gender, meaning if you feel you are offensive by someone, quote, quote, being a feminist, which we're going to talk about that also, uh, If you are sensitive on women rulership, on what matriarch means and matriarch societies, I suggest that you click off of this particular episode right now. Um, It is not for you. This is not the episode for you at all. Okay, so we will go ahead and get started. So the first thing that I would like to address and uh, the topic of this particular show is the lost matriarch. Now, the first topic I would like to discuss regarding uh, matriarch, let's get into what matriarch actually means. So we're going to do it from the point of view of the etymology dictionary. All right, so matriarch as a noun, mother or woman who heads a family or tribe. Uh, 1600s from matri, which is mother, woman. And the arc is an abstract from patriarch, ultimately from Greek to rule. So that's very interesting. I learned something. So the matri represents mother or woman who heads a family or tribe. And then the arc part is from rule or to rule. All right. So a matriarchal adjective is of or pertaining to a maternal rule or rule by females. 1718, in reference to bee colonies. All right, and then matriarchy, noun, is government by a mother or mother's form of social organizations in which the mother is the head of the family and the descendants are reckoned through the maternal side. Formed in English, 1881, from matriarch and pattern after patriarch. All right. So I did want to let's get clear on what the true definition of matriarch is. Now, as soon as typically, typically, I do want to say typically, as soon as the discussion comes into play about the matriarch, the first thing that comes out of opposition's mind is the word feminist. I mean, literally the first thing I have heard it angry from men use the term feminist and even women using the term feminist. So let's get clear on what the etymology or the root of the word feminist is. So all of you that are using this term angry feminist, you're a feminist, evil feminist. Think you need to really understand what that word means. 
Again, this is from the etymology, the root word, a feminist, noun. 1892 from French, feministe, also see feminism as an adjective by 1894, womanist sometimes was tied to a native alternative. Feminists already have been taken as a quarture of a woman, a gallant, shaw, coined hominis, for one who advocates for men the rights and privileges conventionally according to women. Uh, excuse me? You mean a feminist, the original... Definition is one who advocates for the rights of men. Uh, but that's the term that's used today for to describe the opposite. So meaning today when folks are being accused of being called a feminist, it's that you are against men, but hence here is the original etymology of the word is the opposite. So this is why it is important for folks. And, and also before I move on, because they mentioned in the original de definition, the word hominis also. So I pulled hominis, and a hominis is someone who advocates equal rights for men. So once again, you have folk running around throwing these titles on other folk, and they're confused about what they're saying. They think they mean one thing, but the pure description that or label that they are trying to throw on someone means the total opposite. Okay? Which it makes sense why, especially melanated women, when we talk about the matriarch and even melanated men, I don't want to discount melanated men that honor and respect the matriarch, we get offended when you label the women as feminists. So get your studies together. Get your terminology together. Enter and understand what you are upset about. Not based on what someone else's narrative is telling you to be upset about but research it for yourself. And as a melanated woman who believes and honors and respect the matriarch, it is highly offensive to be called a feminist because before my own research of the word, I was basing it like everyone else. Feminine is, feminists are Women who hate men, who want to emasculate men. And I was always offended by it because, number one, that is not what the matriarch stands for. And then, number two, I always label the term feminist with the white woman's agenda of what they feel is freedom. That's where the term was picked back up, quote, quote, or the label was picked back up. All right. So there's blame all around for using that very offensive term. And then just for the pure fact that those are going around calling someone a feminist, they don't even know what the word really means. Okay. Now, let's get to the business at hand. I know that took a lot out of me, and I'm only a couple minutes in. <laughs> Something has been severely changed in this particular realm that we are living in, in this particular frequency or age. 
or however you want to describe it. Because now we are under what is called patriarch or male rulership. And to our knowledge, we have been under such male rulership. I'll give it until, mm, let's say, late 1400s, early 1500s, where men made all of the decisions from a political uh, point of view. They set up and they created the systems and the worship of male deities or gods were also into play. That is not how ancient societies operated. Indigenous ancient societies, if you look at most of them, I can really, to be honest, only think of one. And we're going to get to that. But the rest of them were based on a matriarch or matriarchal rule. Now, some may say, oh, this was women bossing men around, yada, 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 one, two, three, four, five. But if you study those ancient societies, the matriarchal rule was based on nature. It was based on nature. So meaning because the mother is the life bringer into the realm, the natural order was for the woman to rule, to be heads of families and tribes. And the man or the man is the enforcer. And all you have to do is take into, um, look at how nature works. So let's just take, for example, the bees and the bee colony. Everything is about the queen bee because she is that life giver. And it is up to the hive to protect her, even with their life. Because they enter and overstand without that queen bee, without that matriarch, life cease. Life cease to exist. Okay? So something happened on this planet where the honor of the matriarch was no longer done. And then the rulership of the patriarch came into play. And with that rulership of the patriarch also came with the worshiping of male deities. Now, the only society that I can think of that did not stem from a matriarch is the Jewish or Christian and I look at them as one and the same, ideology and religion. And it is even said that with those particular faiths is where the actual switching from matriarch to patriarch happened. Okay? Now, what has that done? Now, it is said, it is said that Matriarch societies had thousands of years, if not millions, if not millions of years were peace. So all we have to really go on is what we have documented today with the patriarch where we do not get such rulership. It is always about the uh, marking of and the conquering of territory, wars, over territory, over religion, 
over business, over profit. Whereas in a matriarch society, it was not the case. So why was there a switch from the matriarch to the patriarch? Now, some say that happened because men and women warred with one another. Uh, Men got tired of being in the role that they were as the enforcer, and they wanted the uh, role or the chance to be in the leadership position. So wars broke out between men and women, and the men won. Others say that women started putting men in the positions of leadership, meaning because both still have positions of leadership. Only difference with the matriarch is she is the lawgiver. She appoints men to their particular roles of leadership. Okay? So, but some say that men wanted the same role as the matriarch or the woman and women place some men in that position. And therefore, she took not even really a lesser role because she took a totally different, separate role. And it was not a role of a power position as it related to political, as it's related to making decisions on behalf of the nation, et cetera, et cetera. Her role was reshuffled to just pure caretaker of the children. All right? Now, so there's there's two schools of thoughts. Some say that it was a war where the, the men overthrew the women. Some say that the women gave the men the uh, power and the role of the matriarch in order to give them a chance to rule. I have another theory. Was it that there was a battle between matriarch upon matriarch on the issue of what the man's role should be. And I'm going to tell you why this is just my theory. And it's just my opinion, my theory, because none of this is documented. We don't have concrete proof on what went on. So we can only all speculate on all three of these theories. So my theory is that before the men took over, that there was actually a matriarch on matriarch battle. And the reason I say that, because I still see that battle today. So I'm only using the logic of usually what we see today has a very heavy root on what went on before. And the reason why I say what we see today is because clearly you can go out and ask women what their definition of being a woman is. You'll get a bunch of answers. You'll ask a woman, what does matriarch mean to her? And you'll also get a bunch of answers. So it's just clear to me, in my opinion, that that's where the original battle started. Because you had some women who are pure, are purest, per se, on what matriarch truly means. And I'm going to read that definition again. 
mother or woman who heads a family or tribe. Matriarchal, pertaining to a maternal rule or rule by females. So you have the purest matriarch, and then you have the other school of thought of, well, the man is supposed to rule. And the woman, she is the supportive role. Her role is to be a nurturer. His role is to be of rulership. So right there, you have two schools of thought. So in my opinion, the battle really started within the matriarch. And maybe it was with that split within the matriarch, the women that said, no, we need to stick with the matriarch rule because that's how it is done in this realm. That's how the realm is set up. It's set up for that purpose. It's set up to be in harmony, to be in harmony with nature. And then the other camp, no, let's give the men a chance to also serve as rulers, to also make decisions. And then hence the battle occurred. Now, let's get on women. I am a strong believer that we like to put a lot of blame on the men for the system of patriarch. And if we really honestly as women sit down and really think about it, women play a big role as participants and as supporters of a patriarch system. Now, the good thing about it that I, I'm starting to see a lot more of, which is really good, you're seeing just the world in general, the general consciousness, they see where the patriarch system is a huge problem, which is good. And they're not magically just seeing this. They're also feeling the shift in consciousness. And the shift in consciousness is based on the shift in energy or i.e. the Aquarian age. So that's the good part about this. Where people are still kind of waking up out of a fog is, well, what does that mean? Yes, we know patriarch has been very damaging, it's destroying the planet, it's suppressing the planet, it's causing poverty, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But what does that really mean? Because when we truly talk about matriarch, that's when the battle starts to begin. Because you have women that still want to support the idea that a man is supposed to lead. That a man is supposed to not only lead. When I say lead, I am specifically talking about, let's be real specific. Because this is a big part of this issue. When we discuss matriarch and patriarch. When I say lead, I'm going to read to you again what the definition of matriarch is. And then when I read you the definition of matriarch, you flip it to patriarch with a little bit extra. So let's go into, again, the definition of a matriarch. Mother or woman who heads a family or tribe. Stop right there. Most women... Most women have ingrained in them that it is a man who is to be head of a family or tribe. Now, although 
the collective consciousness knows that the patriarch system is broken and it goes against nature. Most women still, when we talk about matriarch, they have a problem with the pure definition of it, mother or woman who heads a family or tribe. Okay. <clears throat> so if patriarch is a problem, isn't patriarch a man or father who heads a family or a tribe? So right there, the idea of most women supporting, <coughs> that, that right there just shows you that most women support a, a patriarch society versus a matriarch because it has, it has been so diluted on the true role of what a woman is supposed to do and what a man is supposed to do. Because of the financial system that was brought into play. Let me say that again. The definition of what a matriarch society is, what a man is supposed to do, what a woman is supposed to do, is so diluted and twisted because of a financial system, i.e. businesses which in the ancient societies and worlds when a matriarch was ruling, that was not the case. Now, I'm not talking about so much in Europe when they had kings and queens or queens, blah, 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 because they still had kings. I'm talking about ancient societies that they quote, quote, call primitive. where you didn't have the idea of a currency, et cetera, et cetera. So now today we have the idea of women who support a patriarch, but they think they're matriarch. Listen to me closely. We have women that still support a patriarch, but they think they're matriarch. Because their idea of what a man's role is, is to rule over their family, be the head of their family, and be the sole provider financially. But yet the true definition of matriarch is a woman who heads a family or a tribe. So meaning the woman would be making the decisions on the strategy of what that nation or family would be doing. What direction. How the resources would be used. And appointing the men into the position to execute it, to make it, make it happen. So let me say that again. The matriarch or woman who has the family or tribe, she is the one that creates the strategy. She is the one that puts together the plan, the man to execute the plans, plural. So if this is how things have been done for thousands of years, millions of years and now recently the patriarch has come into play which reversed the roles and give the man the responsibility of being the strategizer of being the one making the decisions to uh, divvy up the resources or make the decisions on how the resources will be used Oh, and guess what the man also has to do? He has to also execute that plan. Why would we be surprised today that patriarch is a failure? 
Let me say that again. Why would we be surprised today that patriarch is a failure? Do we not enter and understand that number one, it's too much responsibility for the man? Number two, he does not have the experience to handle and hold such roles, both roles. Number three, that it is a burden upon him to hold both roles. So are we all really just kidding each other? Are we trying to make men into something that they were never really designed for? That they were never really cracked up to be? And that's not a slight to the man. Just by me reading the pure definition, sounds like to me his plate is very much so overwhelmed. Very much so overwhelmed. So these are concepts, not concepts. These are things that overall as a whole, that both men and women should be really searching deep down in their heart and soul. And particularly to women, it is really up to us to set the precedence on what happens on Mother Earth. I'm going to say that again. It is really up to women what is going to happen on Mother Earth. Because patriarch has proven that it doesn't work. They've had since the 1500s, and I think I'm being generous. It was more like the 1400s. And I'm still being generous there because it was probably like the 1200s. They've had since the 1200s the patriarch in order to rule. And they haven't gotten it right. As a matter of fact, it gets worse. And it's getting worse to the point that the actual ecosystem of the planet, of the sacred body of Mother Earth herself, It's being destroyed. That's because not only does the man have to be head of the family, head of the nations, come up with this strategic plan, come up with how to divvy up the resources, and then execute the plan. He has no concept of the nurturing side. Obviously, he doesn't have the concept of being in harmony with the ecosystem. Obviously, he has no concept of how you are supposed to use the natural resources. Obviously, he has no concept that you can't cut down all of the trees that you can't quarry all of the natural materials, that you can't dig excessively in this part of Mother Earth because it's going to be some sort of imbalance. He doesn't understand the concept of using what's naturally, that Mother Earth naturally provides for all of us in harmony to get everything that you need and where it will be replenished. It's said in some of the mythologies, and I even think this is in the mythology of the Anunnaki, if I'm not mistaken, that when they first supposedly and allegedly, now again, this is mythology, Okay, but this is going to be my point in this mythology. Now, whether or not Inky and them are real or not, 
That's a whole separate story. All right. But here's where I'm going with that. In that particular ideology of um, Inky and Enlilnim, and before their time when uh, folks were checking out Mother Earth, because the, the whole crush, crutch of that story is Mother Earth was the most beautiful of the celestial bodies. And not only that, she had the most resources and more importantly, she had the most power. Now, Mother Earth is uh, feminine, but there were also other realms that also, this is allegedly and supposedly based on the mythology, and now I'm kind of mixing uh, two mythologies. But this particular mytho- mythology said stated that there were other particular realms, <coughs> excuse me, that needed natural resources, so particularly gold. And uh, those other realms, they had, of course, um, male realms, also um, women realms who ruled, and they all teamed up together because they had, check this out now, they had pretty much used up all of their resources in their particular realm. And their realms were dying, particularly they they were seeing their ozone layer. Huh, sounds familiar, doesn't it? So their ozone layer was dying. But here you got Mother Earth. Oh, dang, she kicking it. Look how big she is. Look how beautiful she is. She has a lot of resources. But in her particular realm or her celestial, her people were pretty powerful. So they couldn't come at her one by one. They had to team up to take her down. Right? So hence, you have the story of the um, Galactic War. Okay? And Mother Earth got defeated and then if you if you are into the Zachariah Stinchin stuff, um, how he was saying that one of the planets were destroyed and hence why we have a um, asteroid belt, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so then you have the Anunnaki who came into play and they started mining for gold here. Now, the thing, one of the pieces that struck me, well, two of the pieces that struck me in in these mythologies, number one, that they had to gang up on Mother Earth to take her down. And then number two, this was pretty powerful. When it is said in, in the mythology that when the Anunnaki came here to mine for gold, that they knew that men should not be digging in the earth because it was not natural. It was almost like it was a form of molesting her or violating her. So the women were the ones that needed to make the decision on where things should be excavated. So I found that very, very interesting in that particular mythology that it was known by these invaders that the women needed to make the decision on where excavation should be happening and they would do the extraction because it would have been looked as a violation to her. Although... They had already been violated her from the fact of overtaking her and coming on there in the first place, excavating gold. All right. So that's the whole point that I was making that are we really being realistic as women on what the true job of men and the society is supposed to be? Because it seems like to me, if we keep 
with the same ideology that a man is supposed to rule, that he's supposed to make all of the decisions, and that he's supposed to also execute the decisions that he makes, and that the woman's job is to nurture the children, yada, 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 and be supportive of his plan. Well, heck, they've had since the 1200s to make that work. And it has yet to work yet. So women, I say to us again, these shenanigans that go on on Mother Earth, we play a huge part of it. I'm going to say that again. Women, The current shenanigans that go on on planet Earth, this patriarch system, women, you play a major part in it with your support of a patriarch system. And that is because you don't know your true role, your true responsibility. What is your true purpose? Now, we know some women, I know I know some women that feel their true purpose is to bring souls into the realm, i.e. give birth, nurture them, care for their children, and support their mate. Nothing's wrong with that, with the exception of What is your definition of supporting a mate? That's where women, as women, we are messing up the game. Because now it's gotten so diluted that you're not even consistent or you don't even know what supporting of a mate really means. Now, if we want to keep it real, real, all we have to look at is the actual makeup of the families today. (coughs) Excuse me. So meaning all you have to do is go back a couple of generations where it was unheard of. It was unheard of or, or it was a secret. It was hiding for a woman to bring forth a child without being married, without a husband. It's just unheard of. So in the melanated community, when a woman, quote, quote, got herself in trouble, she basically had to go into hiding. So meaning she got pregnant without a husband and without the particular man that fathered that child, stepping up and marrying her, she had to go into hiding. So if you lived up north, that was called, oh, such and so went down south for a little bit. So such and so was gone, gal, for a year. And some of the times, the baby stayed down south and was raised by grandma and them, big mama and them, And then other times, all of a sudden, they came back or she came back and she had a brother or sister versus that being her biological child that she birthed. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. It ain't just me where you had some children growing up thinking that their mother was their sister. And some folk carry that to their deathbed. And some folks beyond. Okay? Now, am I saying that that was right? Absolutely, it wasn't right. But I am setting up the stage of how the idea of what the man's role was versus what it is now and to show the ball of confusion that continues to go on. 
So that was back up in the day then. So depending on how old you were, that was your great grandparents now, right? That was my grandparents. So some of you younger, that was your great and great greats. Then you got to the point where birth control came into play in the 60s. So a woman had control over her reproductive systems. Then you throw in there abortions. So where she doesn't have to take a baby to full term. And then you get into about the 70-ish. I would say late 70-ish where single motherhood came into play. So meaning a woman would be a single parent. For whatever reason folks want to give, I'm not getting into that argument, who's responsible for what, but bottom line, there has been a huge shift within a couple of generations where women were married and the man's responsibility was to be caretaker of that woman and that child. So, quote, quote, the head of a household, a family, or tribe. Now, remember, the the definition of matriarch is mother or woman who heads a family or tribe. Until today, we get to single motherhood. There's more women that are single mothers then they are married or man being the head of the family or tribe. Now, the catch is with today where all of the ball of confusion is coming into play is because most women that are in the position of being a single mother, that's not what they want. It was too much burden or it is too much burden. Or, you know, people could say the man wasn't raised right. They trifling this, that, and the other. But bottom line, today you have more children being born, born into single parent households, specifically mother single household, than any time in recorded time. I'll put it that way. And it is not by a woman's choice. So that makes her, in essence, head of a family or tribe. But the catch is, that's not what she really wants. What she wants is the patriarch. So this ball of confusion that we have put ourselves in, women, it reflects in everything. It literally reflects in everything that we do and what's going on in the world today. So meaning you still want the man to Feel that patriarch role, but he doesn't want to feel the patriarch role. So I'm only bringing up this topic, these points, so we can understand what the true origin of matriarch is and why it was that way. It wasn't that way for the purpose of a man or a woman rather ruling over a man. It was that way for the natural order of things. And as women, have we fell asleep at the job on fulfilling our role? Did we just give up that role and give it to the man? Say, hey, bro, you carry this all the way. I will be the nurturer, I will be the supporter, blah, 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 blah. Which don't get me wrong, you still have to be the nurturer of the babies. Because without that, life would literally cease to exist. 
But have we passed too much responsibility onto the patriarch? That's something for the women to truly, 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 really, really think about. Because women, we have far more power. We have far more power than we give our uh, than we give ourselves credit. Because without you, life will cease to exist. So in other words, let's say that every woman becomes sterile or unable to have any more children. So that's the existing women. That's the little girls. That's the babies. So that means all of the babies today that are babies that have been born, that's it. That cease, that life cease as far as natural life to exist. That's why the role of matriarch was so important and given to women. Because you have not only just the physical genetic makeup to be a life giver, you also are a very powerful spiritual being with deep spiritual intuition. They don't call it mother wit or mother wisdom for nothing. You have that intuition to navigate some serious realms to make things happen. Your mother wit and your mother wisdom, a big part of that is you have so much love and compassion that you put your life in danger, you sacrifice your life, just purely bringing a soul into this realm. You sacrifice your life. You will sacrifice your life for your offspring. Just that amount of intuition, that amount of compassion, that amount of love in itself grants you the right to be the head of a family or tribe. That is the purpose. Because you're going to truly do it out of love and compassion and for the benefit of the family and the tribe. So in other words, you're going to make sure that nobody starves. Because it is in your nature to make sure that nobody starves. Now, men and their nature is a protector. So as you are strategizing and you're making sure that nobody starves, any unnatural entity, energy, person that comes up against the matriarch, it is in their nature to shut them down. So are these the simple things that we as women are missing? Are we sending mixed messages to men Because we really don't understand what our particular true job as women, as a matriarch, really is. I I would hope that this particular conversation that I'm trying to have will spark some really, really serious thought to women. 
and I'm speaking especially to women, if you had it in your heart to listen to what this, what I have to say, because I did put the disclaimer in the beginning of this. <laughs> if you can't handle it, you might as well click off. But if you have it in your heart for those women who feel matriarch is a dirty name and they're a feminist, if you did find it in your heart to listen to this totally, number one, good for you. Good for you. But I asked you, is this something that you really need to rethink? To give it closer thought? Because what we all know is that patriarch, it hasn't worked. It isn't working. We can take out all of the social ills that we are currently experiencing now. We can take them all the way back up. I would even give it back up to the 1800s. Let's take all of that out. So meaning when men truly had the power, they were able to make the decisions, yada, 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 one, two, three, four, five. And I'm talking about the melanated men. When they rule kingdoms and nations, yada, 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 yada. Why didn't it work? Why is it constant war? Why are women and children constantly in danger? Why are women constantly being disrespected and not valued? So something is fundamentally wrong with patriarchy but I would like to add something is fundamentally wrong with the thinking of most women. It has been a conditioning and an acceptance of women, of what womanhood is. And it has put the planet in turmoil it has put our babies in harm. It has put women at harm. And it is destroying the planet. So I'm not going to make this long, y'all. Um, you can definitely do your own research on uh, some of the um, ancient matriarchal societies uh, and Interestingly enough, guess what they called that? When women ruled, they called it the golden age. Huh, is that a coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think that's a coincidence at all. And then another, just one last interesting uh, thing that I found when I, I researched for matriarch rule societies, um, I had a hard time finding information Oh, that doesn't surprise me. But also, I found that um, two of those particular areas, one was India and the other was China, where they have documented matriarch societies, ancient matriarch societies. I find that highly interesting because today, they are some of them, those nations are some of the biggest offenders of the suppression of women. And it's gotten to the point now where both of those nations now have a shortage of women. Huh. Hmm. Interesting, we say. So thank you, family, uh, for listening to me, I uh, hope this brought another light to really what matriarchy really is. What is women's responsibility in a matriarch society? How most women support patriarch and how there is confusion on what patriarch 
not so much what patriarchy is, how there is confusion on what matriarch is and how there is even confusion on the women that support patriarch, what they really want. So uh, thank you all for spending your time with me on this subject. Uh, This is Rhonda from WTUZ Radio Podcast. Peace and love, family.